Hi, I'm Steve Saunders on Cloud9, and my guest today is Bart Giordano, President of Networking, Intelligent Cellular and Security at Comscope. Now, Comscope has been around for about five decades, and like any business that's been around for that long, it's seen some changes, but none more so than in the last five years. Like every company in the comms industry, it has had to reinvent itself to operate in a cloud environment where speed, intelligence, and digital innovation are the prerequisites for success. Bart, can you tell us a little bit about Comscope's recent uh, transformation and how it sets you up to deliver on your current strategic goals? You bet, Steve, and thanks very much for the opportunity today. Say Comscope's uh, transformation is driven by an initiative we call Comscope Next. And Comscope Next comprises of three primary elements. First and foremost, we're looking for ways to turbocharge our growth. What accounts and verticals do we want to focus on? How can we increase our manufacturing capacity to meet the growing demands in the market? And where do we want to expand? What are the new segments, uh, new countries, and new areas that we want to explore to drive that growth? Secondly, it's about improving efficiency. We want to reduce complexity and cost in our own business by driving savings through things like analytics on where we're spending money and streamlining duplicative systems and processes, et cetera. And then finally, you know, how can we optimize our portfolio and reallocate capital where we think we have a winning value proposition in the market? Finally, you know, we've transitioned the entire company to a general management structure from a, a functional structure. And this really is enabling us to drive accountability and an ownership mindset through this business unit structure that's in helping us to accelerate that Comscope Next initiative. Fantastic. Uh, all of that has put you uh, in competition against some extremely large companies now, including uh, well-known companies like HPE and Cisco. Um, you're not at exactly the same scale as some of those sort of uh, megaliths. How do you differentiate yourself? Is it technology? Is it culture? Is it innovation? I think it's a combination of all of the above. I think one of the things that we're really focused on is trying not to be all things to all customers. You know, we really want to focus on markets where we're unique, where we think we have a value proposition that's going to resonate more so than maybe other players who serve those markets more broadly. So we have a vertically centric go to market strategy into the enterprise. And in Ruckus, you know, we refer to this as purpose driven networking. How can we understand the challenges that our customers face in those industries, organize around them, and then develop solutions and a go to market model with our partners? to bring those solutions to market. So I can give you a couple examples. You know, take K through 12 education where we've historically been very strong. You know, rather than focusing on bringing the best Wi-Fi to the classroom, we think about things like what are the outcomes we're striving for in the student experience in a school and how does the solutions that we bring to bear there impact those outcomes? Similar for hospitality, for example. We're really focused on the guest experience and maybe the operational efficiency of a property. Or in manufacturing, you know, they're trying to drive industrial automation and things like IoT through automatic guided vehicles and robotics to improve factory throughput. How do the connectivity solutions that we bring to market impact those in the most effective way? I think one of the things we see is the buying criteria from all these markets has really evolved from kind of traditional speeds and feeds to now being business outcome driven. And we feel really well positioned to take advantage of that through this purpose driven approach. 
And I mean, what we're really talking about here is is adaptation of horizontal technology to vertical industries, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, part of the reason that that we ended up with that type of approach is what you called on earlier, right? We were a smaller player in the market and so had to really be focused on where we could have an outsized advantage against those most larger players. And I think now in my role as leader for the next segment at Comscope, which includes not just Ruckus, but also our cellular business, you know, our AeroDAS platform and OneCell, as well as our PKI security business, how can we leverage that experience in order to offer a broader portfolio of solutions to those same industries? You know, one of the other areas which I find is really interesting about Comscope is managed services. Uh, you've been helping carriers with managed services for years, uh, but now you're really doing that uh, for enterprises. And, and, and the goal there is to uh, not just to deliver an outcome, but actually to take the whole operation out of their hands. Is that something which is going well for you? And how does managed services for enterprises differ from managed services for carriers? Yeah, sure. So I think enabling managed services has always been really fundamental, particularly in in Ruckus to the way we've gone to market. You know, you end up um, with large complex networks that are serving multiple end customers. So the implication is you need to deliver a fully multi-tenant environment through a single point of control. And with carriers, there's an expectation of five nines reliability. And so we've deployed these solutions very broadly through MSPs and operators uh, and also turnkey through our managed networks business into hospitality, high density residential, or what we call MDU, into large venues and and other industries. But as you highlighted, you know, we're now seeing an opportunity in more traditional enterprise verticals, places like manufacturing, warehousing, logistics. But the difference in the enterprise is they prefer simplicity. You know, operators are oftentimes structured to deal with a lot of complexity. And in the enterprise, there's also a big focus now on business transformation. So the implication of that is that while networks are generally becoming more complex through convergence, convergence of multiple technologies like Wi-Fi, IoT, and cellular in the enterprise, convergence of IoT, uh, operational technology, and traditional IT technologies, the administration of those has to remain very simple. So we want to bring solutions that will leverage a common infrastructure, help you unify the management across all of these domains, and then selectively apply technologies like artificial intelligence and machine learning to automate that environment and give the business very rich insight. Um, You mentioned AI and machine learning. That's an interesting uh, area right now, particularly for, uh, well, in both carriers and the enterprise market. Who is further ahead in terms of aggressively adopting AI uh, and its full potential? Do you think it's the carriers or is it the enterprises? You know, I think it's happening so fast that the answer to that question is pretty difficult to answer at this stage. I mean, if you look at the advent of what's going on with large language models, and I monitor this very closely because we're really keen in our own business to take advantage of the productivity benefits and other benefits that these can bring. Um, It feels like every day I read about some new incredible innovation that's happening, uh, the pace of which I don't think we've ever seen. You know, I talk to Mm -hmm. my own children about this and and, um, the impact it's going to have on their lives and and their livelihoods. And, you know, I kind of um, hearken it to our own experience in our generation of the advent of the Internet or or the iPhone. Mm -hmm. Right. I think it's that fundamental of a change 
And I think if businesses aren't paying attention and aren't looking for ways to start taking advantage of this, they're going to get left behind. Well, but there's also some risks there, aren't there? Because uh, closed loop automation, which is where you let the computer make the decisions uh, and, you know, they're, you know, autonomously in charge. Uh, that is, I think, for understandable reasons, quite terrifying to some carriers. So they're still inserting a human decision maker in there. But it seems to me that when the network is fiber optic and the data is carried at the speed of light, there's just no way in the long term that human beings can be part of that decision making process. Do you agree? Yeah, I think like with any system or process, the outcome is only as good as the inputs, right? And so the role for, for humans is to really understand the system to the best of our ability and provide it the right inputs and then, you know, be cautious and suspect with the outputs. But I think mm -hmm. the productivity benefits and the pace at which businesses will operate and uh, the gains which we will uh, realize economically are going to be just simply fantastic beyond what we can imagine. Well, I think you also have future-proofed Comscope strategy by focusing on outcomes, because that's really what the humans need to do, isn't it? They need to decide what's the outcome of this, uh, uh, this machine which we're creating here to do something in, in a vertical industry. And how does it actually make the, make the customer happier or save money or make money for the business? And by getting ahead of that curve, I think you're also providing an answer to people who perhaps are worried within carriers and enterprises about, well, what's my job going to be? Well, guess what? Your job isn't going to be doing CLI interfaces anymore. There's a new job, right, um, that's emerging uh, called a, a prompt engineer. So how do you prompt AI, right, to, to um, the most effective way to take advantage of those capabilities that will help you accelerate the delivery of that business outcome? to your customers. You mentioned a couple of technologies right now uh, in uh, that can be deployed for, for private wireless, uh, 4GM, 5G, Wi-Fi, and so on. That's pretty complicated uh, as well. I mean, is that something that you're providing your enterprise customers with a lot of advice on right now? Do they have a lot of questions? Or is that not the most challenging thing which they have to make up their, their minds about? There is definitely an opportunity to deploy different classes of services in the enterprise. I think traditionally, user and device connectivity we think of as um, being built around Wi-Fi, which has become ubiquitous and is probably one of the most successful connectivity solutions that uh, the industry has had over the last 20 years. But you know, if you look at some of the new use cases in the enterprise environment, um, you know, I think there's a role for cellular to play, and I think there's a role for uh, low power radios like BLE and Zigbee to play when it comes to IoT. So, you know, our advice really is deploy the appropriate technology to most efficiently address the use case and outcome you're solving for. So I've got a lot of questions about, you know, when is 5G going to kill Wi-Fi? And uh, I'll be the first to say, you know, the, the demise of Wi-Fi has been greatly exaggerated. I think the right question is, is where can private cellular services benefit an existing network or their operations? And how can it fit in seamlessly with the existing infrastructure? And how can you make it simple for the IT staff to deploy and operate? I think there's three kind of primary areas where cellular offers a benefit over Wi-Fi. One would be coverage. 
right? If you think about covering a large area, maybe uh, an agricultural environment or a farm, um, I don't think Wi-Fi would be our first choice to cover acreage. The second is, is mobility. I think we all appreciate, you know, when you're walking around a building or a venue, uh, that Wi-Fi allows you to roam freely and maintain connectivity uh, fairly consistently. However, I think we also appreciate that if you're driving down the road in a car, right, at, at highway speeds, that Wi-Fi is probably not the best fit if you need to maintain a constant connection. And that's where we depend on cellular today. So you might imagine, um, you know, a factory environment deploying automated guided vehicles or, or AGVs moving at a particular speed and they require real-time connectivity, private cellular is probably an effective tool for that type of use case. And then finally, uh, where you need to guarantee latency. You know, the nature of unlicensed spectrum, which Wi-Fi operates in, is such that in the presence of interference, you have to back off. So Wi-Fi can serve very low latency applications, but you can't always guarantee that uh, latency. So for real time sensitive uh, applications where you must guarantee a particular latency with, let's say, millisecond level resolution, you may benefit from um, private cellular services in your environment. And that's another area where uh, you're on the forefront of this uh, with your enterprise customers. You're probably seeing some really interesting applications around that. Can you think of any top of mind? Back to this topic of, of convergence, right? So um, we've been putting low power radios into our Wi-Fi access points for many years. And um, we're really not deploying those at traditional connectivity use cases, but it's more in the realm of operational technology. So take a hotel, for example. Every hotel is going to have a Wi-Fi connection uh, for its guests. And um, if it doesn't, you won't go back to that hotel. Or if your experience is poor, you'll get online and complain about it. So if you take um, that for granted, that you're going to have to invest in a robust and resilient Wi-Fi infrastructure for guest connectivity, then there's a real advantage to being able to leverage that same infrastructure for your operational technology. Take it, uh, for example, uh, what we call connected entry. I think we all have the experience now of checking into a hotel and using our mobile phone to, to, to unlock the door to our room. Those same door locks can also be connected up through the infrastructure to give the property manageability and insight into that connectivity solution. But traditionally, you know, you would have to go and deploy a new overlay network, BLE or Zigbee. So more cabling, more switch ports, more bridges. But by converging those onto the Wi-Fi infrastructure, now you can at very low cost add these new types of use cases. And it's very similar for energy management to connect your thermostats or for staff safety and security applications to connect a uh, panic button, for example. And if you had to uh, uh, identify, you know, one or two really major challenges, perhaps for the industry, but also by inference, also for Comscope itself, moving forward over the next five or 10 years, what do you think the biggest challenges uh, that you face will be? Certainly enabling business transformation for our customers, you know, and our partners. They're all solving new challenges, looking at new consumption models, investing and in evaluating new technologies and, and solutions and services. And I think the implication for that is if you're going to enable business transformation, you need to transform yourself. 
And that implies, you know, optimizing both our front and back end systems to enable this kind of everything as a service approach to going to market and rethinking our go to market and how demand is generated, what the sales process looks like, uh, reevaluating our entire CPQ process, which was built for kind of one time revenue and a perpetual license model and a time when we're making this big shift to SaaS and, and networking as a service and enabling new rev rec models, et cetera. So um, I think for us, uh, business transformation, both enabling that in our channel and with our customers and understanding what it takes to transfer, transform our own operations to support that is an incredible challenge. But I think, um, I think we're prepared very well for it. I'd agree. I think you've um, grasped the, uh, the essential need of businesses today, which is to look at what they're trying to achieve, not how they're trying to achieve it. Uh, we've moved beyond the, uh, uh, the level of networking and communications as just a function of the business to the actual fundamental enabler of business outcomes. It's, it's really interesting. And congratulations on your success at Comscope. Well, you as well, Steve. And again, I really appreciate the opportunity and, and your own insights as well. So we'll look forward to doing it again soon. Appreciate you. Thanks so much.